Ladies and gentlemen, you are now tuned in to Espresso with Lan Lee. This is episode 11. Happy New Year. We are about to bring it in. You got a resolution? You better do it this time. Thank you for joining. another holiday yeah we are getting ready for another holiday yeah oh my gosh what's going on y'all it's your boy land lees with another episode of espresso and we in here and christmas is over okay christmas is over um christmas for me, was not um, bad. Uh, grandma came in town, spent a little time, did things, ate good. Mom has uh, mastered the art of brisket making. And uh, it's fucking good. So, yeah. Um, Christmas over. Hope everybody got what they wanted and um, or whatever. I don't know. You know, I told y'all last time that, um, you know, holidays, I really don't be giving a fuck about half of them except for, like I say, your birthday and New Year's, or which both are holidays to me. And, you know, Christmas is on some made up shit. I mean, it's it's all made up, but, you know, um, but you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Christmas, um, you know, people get stressed because they be worried about gifts and this, that and the other. I just could not stress. And it ain't even about the money or none of that. I mean, I refuse to um, let this, um, you know, consumer. What's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. I just refuse to let them um, get me. You know, I don't want to get got with holiday deals and buying a bunch of shit that I don't truly need. Uh, I got a lot of nieces and nephews. I didn't get any one of them anything, but I definitely want to do something for them and with them. Um, You know, when we reach our levels of success, trust me, they will be grateful. Because I got pretty close immediate family and um it really is sad um you know this year to uh you know my sister being gone this would be year two that she passed on fucking 2020 last year or two years ago we went through that whole entire year you know thinking that all the bad shit was on the outside you know what i mean like i don't know that's just how you feel. And then end of the year with that shit. And it was one of the most devastating, if not the most devastating thing that happened to, uh, in my life. Um, and um, I still think about her. And, um, you know, she loved Christmas. I would call her on Christmas, call both my sisters, you know, see what the kids doing. FaceTime, see what they doing, all that stuff. But. You know, um, oh man, but yeah, we out here, we, um, are getting into a new year. And like I said, the new year 
for me is all about uh, celebrating uh, life and things. But it's also about reflection. And, you know, one of them things I don't like is that whole. Um, uh, well, I guess as the, the older we get and as time goes by and people keep doing the same old shit. I, ty- I get tired of hearing um, about New Year's resolutions and shit like that. A lot of people don't really stick to them. Um, I get it. Like, we, I mean, I get why people would make a resolution. We all want to, you know, be good. We yeah. want to be uh, successful and uh, feel good, you know. Um, we just want to stay on track. And, um, you know, I, um, it is about a lot of reflection. And I definitely reflect on my life. A whole lot because I just, um, you know, you just you you want to do good and you want to do things you love. And, um, you know, in the past, I have just, uh, I guess, because of my own maybe insecurities, I guess it's insecurities, even though I really, truly thought that I don't because I believe in my work. I believe that I'm good. I believe that uh, it will all get out there. I believe I got great ideas and everything, but I must not believe in myself enough to do enough work sometimes. Uh, So I try to work with people and everybody just does not have the same work ethic or idea of you or uh, goal, which is why you just have to stay on your own track and then people will jump on your bandwagon. So... Here we are, 2023 coming up. Overall, this year has been all right. Um, It's been some ups and downs like every fucking year. Um, You know, a whole lot of things went on. Um, Our company picked up some new clients and we got an employee working for us. So that's good. Not costing us a whole lot. Helping things go a little smoother. Um, and the goal is to get some more clients for me and my wife's, uh, company, especially next year. So, uh, Atlanta food competitions and all that shit, get ready. Cause, uh, we'll be in all that. Um, but yeah, new year, not new me, but, uh, me just, uh, trying. And, um, I hope everybody else, uh, is out there doing that too. But uh yeah, let's uh let's celebrate. Happy New Year. I'm hoping that in 2023 uh people jump off the um you know, the same old thing. I I heard somebody once say um tradition is trash and you know, the more I keep thinking about it, I'm like, you know, for the most part tradition is and it has ruined a lot of things. We keep doing the same old shit and some people are just not questioning. I mean, actually everybody's questioning now and um you know it's um the information is getting out there so i don't know that's probably why i just don't have a lot of patience um for a lot of things and a lot of people because i know that half the people i know or have talked to uh are on the internet and you're looking at shit or um, you know, if you're not on the internet, you know, you're living your life. You're around unless you just don't fucking interact with people uh-huh. or see anything. But the information is out there. 
shit i'll be on tiktok i i like i said i i will get on the shit and um you know tiktok the even the government trying to get rid of it now just because they can't control the way it works they done put all their right-wing bullshit on every other fucking app and they can't do it like that on tiktok the truth all has been coming out not to mention there's people actually dedicating time to teach people shit and i'm talking deep dive teaching then the algorithm is set up so well you know uh, i'm just saying you know and um you know one thing i've been reflecting on an old friend had uh hit me up speaking about the internet and all the uh bullshit um a friend had hit me up and this is a friend I've known for a long time who actually helped me with uh, learning music stuff and beats and all that stuff. And I've already told half of y'all, if you, do, you know, and if you don't know, I am a producer. I have been doing music my whole life. And that's not just something I'm just doing just to be doing. I'm actually good at it, you know. Uh, producing and producing is what I've uh, mostly wanted to do. I like to create in general, but you know, food and music, that's like the, the, the crutch uh, for me. But, um, and you know, I, I think I have told y'all this too, is that when I got on the internet or social media specifically is all for promotion. It was all just to, it was free promotion. It was it was to get out there. And this goes to show you how over time your mental health can change and deteriorate based off of, uh, you know, it's still kind of based off your choices because I clearly see it. And sometimes I'm going to use these podcasts to spill it out. Guess what, y'all? You are now my therapist, but you can't say anything back. So, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, I can see how my mental health has changed over the years just based off of, oh, man, what do I do? And then certain situations happening with my music and how do I get on this? And, you know, and it causes depression and anxiety on and off. And I flip flop through it a lot. Um, you know, sometimes if people see me have uh, really high energy or something that could just be anxiety and anxiousness or could be that I didn't smoke, <laughs> you know, um, hold on. Let me take a sip. Um, yeah. Um, it's, it's, it, I have been like that and I am, um, I'm just reflecting on everything and seeing that, um, you know, the way I used to use the Internet, I heavily promoted myself and I promote myself now, too, but not in that way. Sometimes I'll just post things and most of it is a reason why I post. I mean, I want people to see I want people to to understand things and uh, to get their brains out of just all the blog shit and you know, like the shade room and Hollywood unlocked. Like I do follow, I don't follow shade room. 
I started following Hollywood Unlocked a while back, but I'm probably going to unfollow them because at the end of the day, I do not give a fuck. And I'm tired of seeing all the buffoonery of just hip hop and all this shit. It's just the same old shit. And it's not even on no let's build type shit. Like, I'm trying to get, we trying to build. Like, I don't know. I I just want to be successful. But anyway, um... I notice I've been posting a lot of those things. And I mean, if you look at my Instagram, you look at the timeline, it, it's all legitimate things. I, I post about my life, uh, but it's music and food and life. And that's about it is what you'll see. But, you know, I got all my links up there. I mean, I'm trying to do a little bit of everything. And um, and um, but, you know, for the most part, I had got really discouraged, especially in the past two years. I got a bit discouraged. You know, I'm human, but I've always been able to uh, fight through things and and just, um, you know, I have I have a uh, pretty strong ambition and I know that I can do things because I see everybody fucking else do it. Yes. I'm seeing kids making money. And I, I told you all this before, like kids is making money for doing the bare minimum online and doing shit like that like i don't know it's out there but once again it's not all about money but i say all that to say that i was on instagram the other day and i posted a picture of funyuns and uh, i posted a picture of flaming hot funyuns and a old friend of mine larry who i told y'all he sent the message to me and was like wait what is this? Like, Funyuns? Who the fuck cares? Where's the music? Where's the blah, blah, blah? You know what I mean? And that really struck a chord with me because he's fucking right. <coughs> God damn. I guess something's stuck in my throat. Oh, don't you be thinking like that. Oh, it, One more sip. Now, I say that to, I tell you this because when that really struck me, it was because I, I just, I, I, he understands and he has seen it. He's seen the talent and all that. And, you know, um, he, he's not like invested his life into me or nothing like that, but he taught me a lot. We exchanged things and music and, and beats and shit like that. Uh, you know, he be putting me on a lot of things that help you do this. And he actually helped the whole career. I wouldn't even have, well, we don't even have it anymore, but we had a website called the dashmo.com, which is basically the company, uh, that we had and, uh, that me and my homie Chris had. And it was, um, it means, uh, doing art, staying, uh, uh, what the fuck does it mean? Um, uh, doing art, um, staying humble, motivating others. What the fuck? <laughs> I forgot what the fuck that was. Well, anyway, uh, it was along those lines. You know what the fuck it is. Anyway, it was Dashmo Records and, um, doing art, staying humble while motivating others. That's what the fuck it is. Or doing art, staying hungry while motivating others. 
Either one, y'all know what the fuck it is. <laughs> I wasn't going to move on until I got that. Man, I got it. And I won. Um, So, like, for real, though, um, Larry had taught me a whole lot. And for him to say that, like, he can see all that shit. And he actually helped us with the website and and has continued to motivate me. And he has always believed in me. Uh, like a lot of people have, but like, uh, this is on a whole nother level. And, um, what that did was really just, um, it did open my eyes and I start thinking it, it, that's when that type of shit will stop you. And I stopped and was like, why did I post that? What was the whole point? And the only thing that I can get to the very, very deep in my soul when I think about it is um, I just want people to see that I'm still here. And it's the stupidest shit ever when I thought about it. I was like, oh, man, that's so dumb because I really don't give a fuck. And people don't give a fuck. If I'm here, I'm here. When I have a product, I put it out. You promote it. But keep it there because then people start getting cloudy about everything, you know. And um, it just made me think. So we had a, a little conversation, too, about a couple things. And, you know, he know what I'm working on. I know what he working on. And I'm just trying to take it from there. But like I told y'all, I'm still working. I do not give up. I'm trying to do things uh, on my own. Let's go. 100%. Now, I do a lot of things on my own. I create a lot by myself. But I don't know, man. Y'all can go look up uh, my old history. If you go to YouTube, uh, Landlord85, I think I told y'all this before. If you can go on there and look at them videos, you'll see. And my current YouTube, Landlord Can. And I also got a new YouTube, Land Lease TV. That one is being developed. Right now, I got a couple video game fights on there. But y'all got to go see that. And that will be uh, more. But anyway, reflection time out here. And uh, it's a new year. And I'm hoping that uh, a lot more people reflect. Because that one right there really hit me. Not hurt. Hit me. And... um. I'm just taking that from there and working working on it. And I actually been a little bit more motivated ever since. Uh because it's all true, man, and sometimes you need motherfuckers to call you out on on your bullshit in life. You really do. I'm not the type of person that will continue to do the same shit and get the same results because what do we call that, guys? Insanity. Thinking that we're going to get different results, but I, I'm definitely here and I'm trying. And the next year, I promise, I hate even saying that, but I'm not wasting my life in that. And this is what it is. Like, I promise the next one is going to, um, um, it's going to be great. I mean, I've been doing music a long time, man. Um, if y'all don't know, you can probably look up a lot of uh, songs that I did in the past, but I did a song. This is a good example of uh, this is two examples of 
how I put my faith into something and it don't work. I had an artist that I was uh, messing with a long time ago. And he had a a good work ethic. But he just wasn't listening to what the pointers I was giving him about the music. Because sometimes he'll do some raps and I'm like, the songs is okay, but like this sound kind of weird. You didn't rhyme right here and you just kind of did this. Like, I, I don't know. I was giving him all type of pointers and shit and uh, he just wasn't listening. But I, he did listen when I told him to go and do an open mic and go do these shows and did that. So we went and did the shows and I was out there with him and you know, I'm supporting. I made the beat. I made a lot of his beats. He was paying me for the beats too. Uh, very little bit of money. But when people buy the beats, that shows me that um, you may be serious about it because you're spending your own money. Man, this guy was doing shows and everything. And I had a song that I did for him called I'm Clean where I sampled Young Dro. Very simple beat, very simple hook. Um... And somehow it got in the hands of a DJ and we heard it on the radio in like a Memorial Day weekend mix. And when I heard it on the radio, I was like, they played the whole first verse with the hook. So I called him up and was like, hey, you need to get out and promote the hell out of this shit. Like start getting back to these uh, open mics and this, that and the other. Whoever the fuck he was dealing with at the time, some dude who drove a fucking Ford Explorer and was out there trying to act like he was Diddy or something. Wanted to buy the beat from me. He gives me a contract that essentially said he wanted to purchase that beat for like $200, which that was not going to happen. You was not about to get ownership of a beat that just got played on the radio. Not to mention, I used to hear it, hear just my beat in the background on the radio when they were talking. Okay? This is how close I always be. But I, I, instead of me doing extra groundwork, I'm putting the faith into them. I, it, he um, was trying to listen to this dude. The dude wanted to give me 200 for the beat and essentially say that he owns it and also has the right to say he made it the in the contract. Like, I'm fucking stupid. What? I was like, hell no. Nah. He kept trying to push me to sell this beat so that they can move forward on everything. But I would not sell it, and I'm not doing that shit. Therefore, don't know what the fuck happened after that, but I know that he stopped fucking with the guy. The guy, I think, uh, basically just showed his true colors to him. He stopped really taking rap serious. It was over with for that. Let's fast forward. A song comes out called My Dougie. From an artist from Houston, Texas, or from Dallas, Texas. And, uh, but that artist lived in Atlanta or in Fayetteville, Georgia, with us. We was riding around smoking and rapping at the house all the time. And I'm talking about rapping, rapping. This guy can rap. I'm talking about Lil Will. You can look him up. Lil Will, uh, Still the homie, but I'm 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 telling you about how things are, especially with a young mind. But Lil Will put out um the song My Dougie. It started to blow up, but and before that, he was always at my house. Him and uh one of my homeboys, rest in peace, Lil Mon. 
uh, you can go look up Lil Mon because he was making up, uh, he was making great music and, and big noise around uh, the city before he was shot and killed. And it was uh, very crazy. He definitely would have blew up. Uh, T.I. was his idol at the time. He kept lying to me, telling me that he was related to him, but I don't think that was true. I'm not sure, actually. I feel like his mom tried to help him with that lie once. But I don't know if it's a lie. Anyway, uh, Will um, put out my Dougie and all that shit, and song blew up. And um, the song blew up after he left Fayetteville. He left Atlanta. He went to Texas, and that shit started happening for him. He was on MySpace sending me messages. He was like, hey, you trying to get this money? Let's go. I, I got a deal uh, and blah, blah, blah. So me being excited about it, I'm like, fuck it. Let's send the beats. So I sent the beats without even thinking about anything. And he sent, I think I asked him about contracts and all that stuff. He sent contracts. The contracts that was sent to me basically was, uh, they weren't, um, they didn't pay me for the beat or nothing, but it was a hundred percent. I got a hundred percent of my publishing or some shit like that from the beat. Whatever the fuck it was, I gave them three beats that they used on that album, and so I was ready for, you know what I mean, let's go. You know, song was huge. Song got bigger because Soulja Boy ended up doing a remix on it. And uh, one day that I knew that it probably wasn't going to help me was not only, and it wasn't like I wasn't going around saying, you know, I produced for Lil Will and all that, but... You know, uh, we were at Birthday Bash, and Will was in town, and we were backstage outside and of, um, I think, State Farm. And we were all about to go in, and uh, we were trying to go in with Will, trying to be backstage, trying to be in the mix so that I can get heard or whatever, you know? And uh, they told Will that um, he can only go in with a certain amount of people. So instead of just telling a couple people you know fuck it he didn't want to go in he didn't want to go in and uh because he couldn't bring everybody and i and he was just like i got a show tonight anyway at the club or whatever but we were just sitting there a couple of us was kind of puzzled because we was like and please somebody correct me uh whoever listening to this correct me if i'm wrong if you were there but um we were just kind of sitting there looking like, well, this is your job now. And Soldier Boy is performing tonight. So you can get on stage, do the remix, and that's going to be more fans. Right? And that's how I looked at it. And um, it didn't happen. But I did get my first placement, album placement. Like, you can look in the credits. It say produced by Landlord. It got my name, my full name in there. I had um, uh, BMI and, you know, Landlord Publishing. I received a penny from that album. One. I had a whole check that said .01. I even had an attorney to uh, in L.A. that my mom got me, and I flew out to L.A. for one fucking day to meet this dude, and he told me everything, and he said, the album only sold 14,000 copies. You would be entitled to this blah, 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 but the album only sold 14,000 copies. And so I'm just sitting here like, well, shit, is that, are they not promoting it or, or what? But 
honestly, it could have been the mindset of Will because you fast forward now and Will's uh, rap career didn't really skyrocket. You know what I mean? Um, it uh, And he's still working, you know. I'm all, I'm open to still do shit with Will because he's a dope-ass rapper, but, you know, once again, that didn't help me. But, um, you know, I can't blame everybody else. I just know that their behaviors, but you can only blame yourself for all that type of shit. So, you know. Um, but, like I said, man, this was a little bit of, uh, it's just a reflection, you know. Just a reflection. Oh, man. Speaking of a reflection, I was, um... Uh, it was another one of those videos that I saw where they were saying, uh, when did you see, when did you realize that you couldn't save the black community or something like that? And, or you say, when did you realize you couldn't save your people? And one dude was like, you know, honestly, it's my own experience. It was about them talking about the way I talk and blah, blah, blah. You know, a long time ago, they used to say I talked white when what? I was young and I hated that shit. I was born in Detroit. Moved to California, then moved to Atlanta. Spent significant time in all of them, years at least. Been in Atlanta most of my life. But when I got to Atlanta, they said I talk white. And I never understood what that meant. I took a lot of offense to that because I'm like, first off, you trying to tell me, so you saying that white people know how to talk and black people don't? Like, what the fuck are you even saying? Never fucking like that whole comparison or that saying you talk white or proper just because someone uh, can pronounce fucking words and not talk like me. <laughs> you fucking say talk white like no. But that is uh, that is definitely one thing. Um that people have definitely got on me in my life about. And I'm just, I'm just out here trying to be nice, man. But I also try to gain a lot of knowledge. I'm sorry that some of you may not know, or those people may not know some of the big words. I'm sorry you're oblivious. You know that word? You know it? To my, <laughs> you know? Like, I'm sorry. Um, oh, on a side note, Players Ball is the greatest Christmas song of all time. Yeah. By Outkast. Shout out to them. It is the, it, 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 it's actually pretty fucking masterful. If y'all listen to that, um, a little more. But, um, that's the last Christmas thing I'm gonna say about that shit. For real. Um, we have been going out to, and I'm segueing the food because it's that season. And I know y'all going to be eating black eyed peas and all that other New Year's bullshit. Um, I'll probably eat that too. But um, I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean what they say it means. But, you know, anyway, we've been going to a spot out here called Fishmonger. 
And uh, Fishmonger is dope as fuck because it's small, small menu, you know, good bar, fresh-ass seafood, you know. They can switch it up if they want. But those are the businesses that are doing very well. And I saw this post that this is why, this is exactly why I'm telling you. Next year, our food shit, I'm, I'm coming for everybody. I'm coming. We got ideas. We got recipes. We've tried different things. We have so many combinations. I watch so much food stuff. Like, I'm talking about for the vegans, vegetarians, whatever. Like, we got it all. I've seen it all. Different countries like to eat. I don't know, man. Uh, Anyway, Fishmonger is dope as fuck. And uh, Atlanta actually need more places like this because I've seen this thing. uh, And I think the girl was specifically talking about black-owned spots, which I know it to be just the way she said but she was talking about, uh, you know, twenty dollar drinks in plastic cups, eating um, tw- uh, thirty dollars shrimp and grits with uh, plastic forks and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, I don't eat at places like that. I don't go to places like that. If I see a plastic cup on the bar and that shit ain't the club, then I'm not. I, I don't go to places like that. Hell no. Why are you even giving them your fucking money? Fuck they got to learn. Do better business. I'm not doing that shit. No, I don't go to places like that. Um, and it makes me really angry that people are doing that. But it's all about laziness. That's all it is. Laziness and cost and money. You're not going to give me an experience. Then the servers don't be knowing a damn thing. This is why we really only go to a handful of spots. And and the only reason I brought up Fishmonger is because it's the newest spot that is solid to me. You know what I mean? Like, ain't nothing wrong with this. Cool atmosphere. The seafood is fresh. Y'all not doing nothing crazy wild, but it is different. Or or some of the, uh, the I'm just really referring to this uh, hot kick catfish sandwich shit's delish but um because it kind of got like a chili oil all this shit anyway yeah but yeah i mean um we do need some more of that and uh, i think uh next year i really do think that people are starting to um realize things um and when i say that and i have said this before when they realize things we call that being (laughs) woke they try to make it seem like woke is just like woke is just motherfuckers being aware of the bullshit and i i think i said that before and it, it i'm gonna play one clip today because I do like what Buddy said because he was trying to call them out over um, uh, calling out his, uh, I guess, his colleagues over the word woke or whatever. And them um, um, trying to use that against them over for bullshit. And I believe it because... Please tell me I fucking say this goddamn video. I know this shit's probably up there. Oh, I'm looking at these uh, 
I see some photos from Fishmonger, but I'm telling you, man, Fishmonger is uh pretty fucking fire. Um Damn, yo. Really? So y'all telling me that the video is not in my fucking phone. Uh, well, well, there goes that clip. Out of here. Son of a bitch. I could have sworn that shit was in the fucking phone. Um, anyway, but y'all know what I mean. Uh, the guy had broke it down, uh, really well, but I, uh, uh, of course don't, um, have it on me. Um, but anyway, also, uh, with these restaurants, y'all gotta stop fucking, um, you can't go completely overboard either. It's cool to have it, um you know, just down the middle. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to fucking overcharge for things or, like, don't salt bay me, basically. I saw a video. Somebody went there to salt bay or his restaurant. Uh, I can't even figure out how to pronounce it. Nurserette or nurse, uh, I can't remember. Uh, but Salt Bay's, um, rest, he went to the restaurant, you know, the guy had a steak covered in gold and the dude was like, I was pissed because of how regular the steak was. <laughs> and I was like, yep, that's what we doing now. Oh, here you go. I found a fucking video. Let me see what he fucking say. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. How concerned I am about the consistent use of the word woke. Um, it is it is ill-defined, never has been defined, but it's, it's consistently used by my colleagues on the other side of the aisle in describing what exactly. The initial questioning was about equity. This entire conversation has been about meeting the needs of vulnerable children and people. How does that translate into being woke? And what does woke even mean? It sounds like a dog whistle to MAGA, QAnon, racist, white nationalist, nativist individuals in our country. I would like for my colleagues at some point to define what they mean by the word woke and why does it seem to always make me feel uncomfortable as a black man in these chambers? Because they can't define it. As we have conversations about children from marginalized underserved communities because our government has continued to marginalize and underfund programs like AmeriCorps. Yeah. <laughs> I had to play that for y'all, so. Had to. There, you have it. Um, but yeah, anyway, that whole shit is about to be over. Oh, shit. What the fuck? That whole shit is, uh, about to be over but anyway um oh man well happy new year y'all happy new year thank y'all for joining i hope everybody have a good new year uh i'm probably gonna drink a little something won't go too crazy me and dana um usually spend new years together all the time and our old New Year's were real fun. Uh, we used to just learn dances because it was a new dance coming out. But now it's a fucking new dance every week instead of every other month. 
Um, we uh, just we really just get uh, go home, be at home, and uh, get wild. We might order food, we might cook food. It's fun that way. Um, I kind of wanted to get a hotel this year, but I'm not gonna do that shit because it's probably gonna be a lot of people doing that too. Um, but I don't know, man. Happy New Year. Uh, hope to see y'all next year. We're gonna keep tweaking things. We're gonna keep doing things. And, uh, this is a reflection, man. Um, let's keep working on ourselves, y'all. We out!